it's been a while since you've been since we recorded an episode. Like everybody's getting locked up for some sex related crime. I was worried about you. I thought you had some money in your dungeon or something. <laughs> you probably should save that line for during the podcast because that would have been perfect. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> This ain't nothing that you used to. 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 Listen here. You to who's who Fishing for cast up the brook I swim It's Wolf and Lynn Damn they got me hooked again Don't confuse him with Dre When I say that he's in WA They call him LL Cause he's loving LA What can I say that they won't say for me From Seattle to Cali Another West Side Story Look through the lens of someone Asian or black Who's stating the facts Race is gonna hate him for that I'm with the wolf The wolf is always leading the pack And only behind if he gotta put his feet in your him and Lynn, yeah they did it again A couple friends who love talking current events And love to offend, get used to taking one to the chin Cause you know it's all love in the end, now let's begin This ain't nothing that you used to We back, we back, we back, we back, we back. <laughs> Him and Lynn, yes, they did it again. They bought your friends who love talking current events. I love that line. <laughs> yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep the singing for her to do. I can't, I can't. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Did the song injustice. <laughs> but how, how you, people are raving about that, man, the intro song. A lot of people like it. It's fine, you know. I, I didn't think we'd ever get one, much less a good one. And and after you showed me the the, the soundbite for the first time, I was like, okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I be I when I record, uh, when I edit our tape and stuff, uh, when when I that's uh, one of the last things I touch up on is putting that in there. Yeah, I always have to listen to it more than once. I'm like, man, this is, this ain't fire. <laughs> If I do say so myself. 
How you been, man? How you been? This is the uh, Black Man in Seattle, Asian Man in L.A. podcast with Wolf and Lynn. Hey, oh, I've been sick. Oh, man. I, it's, it's and you didn't corona. even get the vaccine. I, well, actually, actually, I did. I did. Oh, 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 that won't say less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say, just, just, it's just the right. You get one shot or two and, shots? Oh, uh, it was the two shot one. Okay. See, this vaccine is fucking with my brain. <laughs> oh, you're getting that brain fog. <laughs> we are joking, people. We're not anti or a little bit. <laughs> so, this, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This hold is on. all jokes. Con- contextually, there's certain things. But we'll, but we'll, we'll, oh, man, I don't, I don't know if we should touch that with a 10 foot pole, but yeah, we'll get to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, let's start off with the world news, like we usually do. Uh, Biden getting in trouble, oh my god, or having oh. secret documents at his residence, and apparently a, a vacation residence as well. The FBI raided his residence today um, in a va- uh, one of his vacation homes, uh, but they did not find any secret documents this time. I saw that uh, what's his name, Mike Pence, had secret documents. Donald Trump had secret documents at his crib. Uh, you know who doesn't, who uh, Biden has secret documents at his crib? You know who don't have any secret documents at their mm-hmm. crib? I, 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 I can guarantee you the colonel never kept the secret recipe at his crib. I guarantee <laughs> you. He didn't trust himself with that shit, but Biden got the nuclear launch codes at his house. Hey, hey man. There's there's certain things under tighter lock and key than the KFC chicken recipe, all right? <laughs> there's, a, there's nothing and, more important than that KFC recipe, huh? Man, food food is is soul. Food is life, okay? And and that shit sometimes you need to keep that under lock and key. I I no, I mean I saw this earlier. I, I respect people who keep all their like secret recipes for themselves and their family, but after you die, man, you got to let that go into the world. Yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, I need that. I need that church's uh, recipe, and I need Chick Fil A's recipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh no, nobody touching Chick Fil A. No, yeah, I think I think that's what the Lord was doing on the seventh day, bat- battering some chicken. <laughs> oh my god! But it's it, it, it's funny, right? You you have the KFC recipe, you have food recipes that are. Never, never really gotten like you know, explored into the world. Nobody, I'm well. Somebody probably has put it out there, but but nobody's really paid attention. These no. guys are, are handing out secret documents, classified documents, like their cupcakes at a feast. That's yeah, yeah, it's crazy. U.S. U.S. documents. I I don't think the KFC recipe has ever been uh, given out to the public or has been leaked <laughs> because. I've never eaten a piece of chicken that has given me diarrhea, except for at KFC. So I don't think yeah. it's been linked anywhere. Oh, you got to go down south, man. Get get that hot, spicy chicken. <laughs> that stuff holds in, though, man. That is no, oh, man. nah, nah. It'll, it'll, it'll get you eventually. It'll drain you? <laughs> Maybe you got to chase that with some prune juice or something. Oh, mm-mm. nope. Mm-mm. But that's crazy, though, man. That Biden, it, he made the news for not having documents at his house. 
<laughs> that's how that's how bad it is now. It's, not, it's how bad it is because we're we're shocked that he didn't have it at his location when he did have it at another location. It's like they're just opening the garage and the documents are right there next to yeah. the, next to the old bins and and, and you know the, the the rusted bikes and everything. It's kind of like that. Yeah, no, you know, and not to, I mean, they said it's like 50 documents or something like that. And Trump had over 300 or something like that. But not not that it matters. One's, one is too many. And, and you know, the, the hypocrisy of the news coverage really bothers me that, you know, they were roasting Trump going over him. This is ridiculous. He needs to be impeached for having those documents at his house. But Biden, they're just like, my bad. And they just let And they just let shit go. It's it's like why and and you and you start to see I mean we're we're not going on conspiracy theory right now we 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 might be a little bit but you know it it's like they they want to control the narrative right yeah and they don't want people thinking a certain way literal media companies have said this do you remember when Elon was buying Twitter yeah and all the news outlets were getting crazy like oh this is gonna get rid of democracy this is gonna change how people think. One, yeah. one, one news anchor slipped up. She said, that's our job. Like, yeah, up. I remember that. Hold I remember up. that. <laughs> I remember that. Do what now? Like, yeah, influ- to influence elections and stuff like that. They were saying, yeah, that's my job. It's, it's nuts, right? It's nuts. I mean, the hypocrisy of the media, is, it's pretty obvious. If, if you don't know it, I, I don't know what you're watching at this point. Um. Yeah, it's just, it, I mean, uh, Biden having these documents in his garage and stuff, and it's completely unacceptable. But if you impeach, if I think if you, you're going after Trump, he gets in trouble for those documents eventually. Biden needs to get in trouble. If Biden gets in trouble for those documents, they need to go back and get Trump for what he did. And keep it all fair. And Mike Pence. Well, they, they, they just need to punish you for having those documents in general. You, you can't just have them out. What is he wind. doing? Yeah, I don't know. With them at home, what, what, don't they belong in like a vault and exactly. in the bottom of the White House bunker or something? It's like you're 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 the U.S. president. You don't need to take that to your downtown home in Washington. There's no point. One, it's not secure. Two, why? Like, there's there's just no need to have them there. Yeah, they're classified. They're not supposed to leave the area in which they're handed to you. I don't want to say unless they brought it over to his house, but yeah. I don't I mean who I mean with this presidency, nothing surprises me anymore. With any presidency, nothing surprises me. I don't know. I mean I'm I'm surprised the gas is going down. I mean it is a little bit, but I bet you it'll jump back up. I mean it still hasn't gone below what it was before the super hike. So, and it never will. It's just going to keep going up. Uh, And uh, other uh, news around the world, a little bit of celebrity celebrity news, Andrew Tate uh, getting arrested in Romania for human sex trafficking, kidnapping, extortion, all the above reprehensible behavior against women, and he's the red pill king. He, are you are you familiar with the red pill community, Lynn? No, no, I'm not. Are you not? You're not. No. I, I you know, just to go over a little, uh, 
a little history here. When my my situation first happened, I was it was like getting hit by a bus. And I was like dazed and confused. I was just like looking for answers and looking for anything. And I just was on YouTube and I happened to come across this guy named Kevin Samuels. Are you familiar with him? No, 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 not really. And Kevin Samuels, he's he's pretty much like the king of the rep hip community uh, for the black community. Mm -hmm. He's kind of misrepresented a lot. And I know we're going to lose all five of our female viewers by me, me saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not I'm not 100% Kevin Samuels. I'm not uh red pill or any of that. I'm just explaining what I what I the things that I witnessed while I was searching for answers to make sense of the world uh because of my situation. I I I found Kevin Samuels. I started listening to a bunch of his content every day and he's he's all about men getting their shit together. Uh men you, you, you know, the uh, he says that, you know, women aren't the prize, uh, you know, when they say what, what you're bringing to the table and all that, it's all bullshit. You know, mm -hmm. putting women on pedestals, don't do that. Put mm -hmm. yourself first as a man, build yourself up is what I took from it. As a man, you're undervaluing yourself in society uh, and uh, men idolize women. They put them on pedestals like this unattainable unicorn. And he's just like they're just human beings, uh, and you need to you need to work on yourself, be the best version of yourself, and then get a good woman. Mm -hmm. But he also says all this stuff like if you're 30 and plus, you're in no man's land, you're leftover <laughs> women. He <laughs> says, oh, no. he does says he does say that he does say that, and he says like if you're if you have kids, you're if you're a woman and you're single and you have kids, you're pretty much done. Oh no! Yeah, and uh, but and he he was roasting these women online when he was alive. He died last year, I believe, uh, from a heart. He's super healthy looking guy, uh, but he died of a heart attack. It was crazy. He he's he he must have weighed like one eighty or something like that. And he was like six four, mm. and he's yeah he's he's super healthy guy. He's fifty something years old too. It was super shocking when he died. Nobody believed it at first. And, you know, he started this Red Pill community and the Black community, you know. And what I took from it is just Black men and bettering themselves. But he was, the things he said was misogynistic. But I think he said a lot of that. I know, I know the women are like, you're making excuses for him. Maybe, maybe I am. I have a sensitive spot for Kevin Samuels in my heart, even though I disagree with a lot of things he said against women. I, I'm a for a lot of the things he was saying for men, if that makes sense. That makes sense. And Andrew Tate is similar. Uh, he was doing, he was doing, I mean, he maybe was doing that as long as Kevin Samuel was, but he was uh, a little bit more famous than Kevin Samuel was before Kevin Samuels. And then he just blew up after Kevin Samuels died for the Red Pill community, like the new Red Pill King. And he's all about, you know, but he was more, way more abrasive than Kevin Samuel was. He's like, you know, call you know, calling women bitches, fuck these hoes and all fuck these bitches and all this stuff. And he's all about men empowering themselves, but he's like, you know, I can have 30 women and women you can't cheat, but men can, you know, and if you're over 30, you know, you're you're no good to me. And you know, it's all this real misogynistic stuff and mm -hmm. <laughs> 
and millions of people, and it was mostly younger men, 25 and under, or 30 and under, that kind of like a lot of men, though, now stay to themselves and don't even bother with women. But that was his main community, like 30 and under men that don't even bother with women. They don't, they just stay to themselves. Mm hmm. And they looked up to him because he was this guy, you know, he's a former MMA fighter. He kept in really good shape and he rode around in all these cars. He's a multimillionaire and he's just saying, you know, men are the prize and work on yourself, build yourself up. You know, men built the world, women just live in it and all this stuff. And these men were eating it up and supporting him. Fast forward uh, to this last couple of months, he got arrested in Romania for apparently sex trafficking. He kept a bunch of women. Allegedly, this is the charge that he kept a bunch of women in his home, wouldn't let them leave, and had them working on um, webcam and getting money. Oh, wow. Yeah. And apparently he was having sex with a bunch of them. He says willingly, but a lot of those women say that he raped them. And there's, and there's a bunch of different recordings of him saying, yeah, you liked it when I raped you and all this. But he says it when I'm listening to it. I'm like, he could, if I was in court, if I was a juror listening to it, I, was, I would be like, maybe he's talking role play-ish. Because the girl kept coming back to him after. She said, you know, sometimes after that it was consensual, sometimes it was rape. But they continued continue the relationship. And he has these recordings saying, yeah, you liked it when I was rough, when I choked you and when I raped you and all this stuff. Who says that, though, after you raped somebody that you liked it when I raped you? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe that's what I don't know. Maybe that's what rapists say. I mean, each each person is different. I'm, I'm not going to say that there's a script for each one of these people. But it's yeah, really fucked up either way. But <clears throat> it, it's I mean, if they have evidence, if it seems like it is. What what the situation is seeming like? He's kind yeah. of rude. It'll, yeah, you know, and he'll deserve it if you know it turns out to be the truth. Yeah, that's entirely screwed up either way to just force people into like sex work. Yeah, over what's what's his reputation currently? It's it's pretty bad, I would say. <clears throat> Evidence is so easy to make a case that he did this from all the things he said. Like he he's you know going on to say on tape how he screws women over, telling them. That, you know, you take 70%, give them 30%. And when you give them 30%, you say, there's taxes and I took my 50%. Uh, but you're really just taking 70% from them. instead. Of, and But they think the 30% is 50% because you already took taxes off the, the amount that's owed to them. And he, he's bragging about that. You know, he's bragging about, you know, how he just runs through women and all this different, how he uses them and. You know, the, pretty much he's just, he's he's bad. <laughs> and there, there's millions of young men listening to him, man. Like idolize it, him. If they idolize him. And, it, you know, when women go on dates and stuff, they, they use these Kevin Samuels. And uh, I don't want to put them in the same. They're not, they're not the same. Uh, Kevin Samuels and Andrew Tate, they're two separate people. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew Tate, uh, they, use these, they use these red pill talking points, so, like, uh, what's uh, you know? Uh, what do you bring to the table? Men they men say these things to women like, what do you bring to the table? Uh, what what is your value? Yeah. Uh, what's your sexual marketplace value? 
and all these different talking points now because they heard all the, these different red pill guys say it. It's 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 a it's to the detriment of a society that people like this exist. Not Kevin Samuels. I'm a fan of Kevin Samuels of a lot of his, uh, the majority of his work. Not his being, you know, not his um, verbal <laughs> sparring. How he disrespected uh, a lot of women, but right. For the most point, I agree. I I'm a fan of Kevin Samuels, but Andrew Tate, I'm not. Or a lot of these other red pill guys. There, there's there's an odd thing with a lot of situations, and people will give advice and. <clears throat> Sometimes really good advice, but the the medium that it comes through, or, or the people that do that message, are entirely yeah. the best people in the world. Uh, you know, and notwithstanding, there's there's plenty of people like that who kind of do similar things. You know, a lot of people on podcasts like like the or like the ones we're doing now, or they have these kind of moments where they bring to light of life that you really kind of need to pay attention to. Like, you know, they're saying you need to better yourself. You need to focus on yourself. And just because it's coming out of the mouth of someone who's a pretty rotten person or a really bad person, or in this case, someone who could potentially be, you know, the scum of the earth kind of. It's not the best to just disregard some of the things they were saying before. Because some of those things do matter, right? You know, a smoker can tell you not to smoke. You're not going to disregard that just because it came from the mouth of the smoker. You know, just because it seems kind of, hypocritical i mean they're they're the ones telling you it's bad and they they could probably be talking from experience as well it's kind of in the same vein it feels like but uh and, and yeah andrew seems like for the moment he, he kind of for for lack of a better term screwed up really badly yeah and hope yeah, it's not the case because you know i really feel horrible for those women if they had to be subjected to that yeah i mean innocent to proven guilty exactly but- it's not looking good. It's not looking good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone that I will not give that benefit of the doubt to, Dana White, uh, the U- the CEO of the UFC or the owner of the UFC. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what he did, Lynn? I did not. Am I going to put my head down in my hands? Probably. Cut oh. on tape. Oh, no. In 4K, boxing his wife. <laughs> Oh no! Slapped the shit out of her multiple oh. times on ca- on camera, and she was swinging back at him. And it, this 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 is like um, Ike and Tina kind of where you know they've been doing this shit for a while. Uh, so he says this is her. She confirmed it too, of course. Uh, but they're both saying this is the first time this has ever happened. Uh, but they were caught uh, last month uh, hitting each other. And Dana White, close fist punching her in the face. Jesus. And Dana White, uh, you know, he's he's got that bare belly, like he, but he lifts weights. He's not a he's not a he's a stocky dude. Uh, His his thing, uh, yeah, he's full full close fist swinging on his wife. It's crazy on camera and nothing. You know, you you didn't even hear about this. This is this just shows uh, the bias in the media. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, so if uh, you know one of these NFL athletes, if he's black, uh, does something like that, you know, it's all over. You know, he's getting suspended. All these different things are going to happen to him. But Dana White, the owner of UFC, he's just like, uh, yeah, this is the only time it's ever happened in our relationship. And my bad. 
and 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 this is a whole confirmed thing of you know she didn't initiate that kind of contact she didn't she wasn't hitting him beforehand it was all well i'm not gonna say all but it was for the most part you know him that took the initiative to hit his wife from what i saw on the footage yeah and she was protecting herself yeah it's on tmz she just was retaliating yeah and yeah and it looks like the way she she was hitting them and stuff, that it's not the first time. I think if a woman gets hit by her man the first time they ever get hit by their man, there's a second or or multiple seconds where they're like, oh, my God, this person that I'm in a relationship with hit me. I've seen it multiple times in my life. And they're always this second or multiple seconds of like, oh, my God, he really hit me. But no, her was immediate. Yeah. Like, like this the yeah. took over. Yeah, this is this is this has happened multiple times. Now she took a punch from Dana White. Mm. Yeah. It's sad, man. So many times someone who we thought was, you know, pretty on the up and up, pretty good guy, ends up being <laughs> doing something like this. Hey, <laughs> I mean he always looked kind of sus to me. I but but he didn't do anything like this publicly. You can't say no. that just because you didn't like him, you know, based off of like what he looks or maybe his political principles or anything of that nature, that he was a bad guy. You know? No, you might, but you there's certain people. Yeah. yeah, there's certain people that look like they beat their wives, though. Dana White's one of them. But again, but but innocent until proven guilty. Unfortunately, this this is this is, this this is, is on tape. Yeah, this, yeah, this is on tape and. He's guilty as fuck. Um, yeah. So there's, there's, I mean, this, this is completely, you know, a, a horrible, another life situation. It's name, name, name me a celebrity, Lynn. I, uh, just, just any random one. A male, a male celebrity. A male celebrity. Okay. Oh, you'll have fun with this one, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. Dave Chappelle. I think okay. Dave Chappelle. Maybe he has grabbed his wife. I don't think he's ever struck her, though. Now, hold up, hold up. He grabbed his wife sexually? Or, you know, in, no. in, in, in the cause of, like, causing harm? No, like, grabbed her, like, bitch, don't do this anymore. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have told you. <laughs> okay, but but that but that's not reprehensible. It's not. No, I'm like, not saying he did it, but I'm saying he looks like this is what his action would. No, be. no, no. But but even like if he did, because in that case, it's not like he's actually still physically hurting her. Now, to be fair, there's there's certain degrees of like how hard someone holds you, how much contact is considered, you know, really bad. Yeah. And, you know, in, in the case, in 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 White's case, causing harm. You know, because you can grab someone, it it could be. It it could really hurt a good lord, man. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. I'm trying to think like <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. You know he smacked his his girl around once in a while. He did. There's certain people that look like they have that look. No, mm. you don't see it. No, because I I don't I don't I I, I don't have a list of people pulled up on my phone and saying, "Oh, this guy beats his wife." <laughs> No, I'm just saying off the top. I'm just naming a person off the top of my head, like Steve Wilkos. <laughs> oh my! I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
certain people had that certain look. He he was a former cop too. Come on now, Lynn. Is it? I don't know, man. It's so 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 many cops have. I'm not. Well, I'm like. Actually, no. We should get into that because of what happened. You know, uh, Tyree. Last, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I was gonna ask you about that, man. It happened again. Yeah. It happened again. Yeah, this was all all black cops involved. I don't I don't understand what what this system does to people and and what kind of power these people seem to have to do that. I mean, it it was it was five on one. That that wasn't. I mean, I, to, to to quote a phrase that 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 was more than police brutality. It, that was a lynching. It looked like a gang initiation or something like that. It was. That was one of the worst things I saw the Rodney King beating. I've seen people get jumped like that before in my life, like in real life. I've seen stuff like that, but it's been, I mean, it's been like, you know, over a decade since I've seen something like that or decades since I've seen something like that. And they're holding them and guys are running full grown men in their twenties and thirties running full speed and uh, punching them. And I saw one cop run over and uh, pull the pull the cop off of the guy uh, uh, off of Tyree Nichols, and I was like, "Oh man, thank you, thank God, he's gonna help him." He pulled him off so he could kick him mm-hmm. to get his turn in, and and then people, you know, I see like Ben Shapiro and uh, a lot of these uh, conservative right right leaning uh, people are saying uh, he shouldn't have ran, and I'm like. You motherfuckers, you motherfuckers are talking from a from a, a a whole different fucking universe than what most most people that deal with the police or black people that deal with the uh, police uh, come from. Because if you watch the tape, they're they're pepper spraying them. They're already hitting them when he's cuffed, and they're and and before that happened, before they assault him when he's cuffed, they say they. Uh, when the, after they pull him for uh, what they say he was recklessly driving or something like that, uh, they, they pulled him over for some some bullshit, and uh, they they uh, he gets out and they pull him out, and they're like telling him while they have him on the ground, put your hands behind your back when his hands is already behind his back, and there's they're shouting all these different commands to him over twenty plus twi- times that he's already doing. And I, I was thinking, like, if a cop comes up to me and, like, put your hands up, one already got my fucking hands up and he's yelling it at me. What do you think? Is, what do you think is on his mind? He's are looking for me. Or are you talking about the cop, the cop's perspective? Like, what, like, uh, what it, yeah. What, yeah. What is the cop thinking? In my mind, what do you think? What do you think I'm thinking the cop is thinking if he's yelling at me to put my hands up and he can obviously my hands are up? That he's he's looking for an excuse to shoot me. He's looking he's looking for something in order to yeah. help escalate the situation so he can do something to exert his will. Yeah, to that person. Yeah, exactly. To do so some like, kind of harm. So I'm right. I, I, I'm like in that situation. If he's shouting at me multiple times with his gun drawn to put your hands up, and my hands are already up, and he yells that shit over five, ten, fifteen, twenty times. I'm just like, yo, I got my hands up, and he's still yelling at. I'm probably, I'm probably running too, Lynn. I'm probably running too, because obviously this guy wants to kill me. 
at this point in my head. And they're they're yelling all these different commands at him that he either has no he's not able to do or he's already done it and already has it done. So he he runs. Mm-hmm. And that's when they catch back up with him. And then it then they proceed with you know the uh five on one like a mm, don't even get me started. Yeah. Now, but, now to be fair in, in, in a normal situation when you like this with hopefully normal cops who are doing their job correctly, you, you don't run in this situation because that just gets infinitely worse. But but in this case, it, it like it, it was it was kind of being made clear that this wasn't gonna be, you know, like a normal bust or this wasn't gonna be like a normal rest. There was there was yeah. intent. Yeah. And and that intent was to was to harm this man. And and once once he ran, that just gave the cops all all the more reason they needed to just beat the hell out of this guy. And to to them to them it was it, it, like horribly justified situation. It was it's just yeah, I, it looked you know, like... I haven't beating this bad in, in in a while, like ever actually in my lifetime. Because you had the whole like Rodney King thing happen, but it, it's it's been how many years since? Oh, it's been like 30, 30 years, probably something like that. And so contextually, he didn't have a weapon, right? Tyree didn't have a weapon on him. Nope. He's just being stopped for uh, what was the reason again? I think there's it's something about his driving, like he was he driving erratically. Yeah, and something not like that. that. He was not that he was intoxicated while he was driving. Not that he was like anybody or just nope. And ju- just reckless driving. That was it. Now. Yeah, that looked like an episode of The Shield, man, when they were jumping him like that, man. That's oh just, that's crazy, man. I And they were just doing it for minutes on end, on camera. They saw that they were being filmed. They didn't give a damn. You you have, I can't, I, I can't even think of a reason why they would. On the internet, I can't confirm it. I've been looking into it. I can't confirm it. But there's this rumor going around that Tyree Nichols was allegedly dating one of the exes of one of the officers and that's that may have been why this crazy because in my head i'm like that shit makes sense it sounds like something an officer would do it and 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 this is well this is the problem now because things like this keep happening situations like this keep coming up on on the mainstream and on the fringes and and we're not surprised right we're not surprised at this that this happens we're disappointed because it keeps occurring and it's a problem. Like why, like, why does this keep happening? Why, like, why, why is this still a problem in, in the country? You know? Yeah. Like, like what happens that these men and women think that they have, you know, the right to do any of this. It's, it's tricky too, because the officers are black. So then I'm like, let either let them prosecute them or, are we going to critique how they prosecute them as well? Because there's a lot of people saying, isn't it funny how quickly these guys were pro- uh, already arrested mm-hmm. and charged? When it, but when it's a white officer and it's on film and everything, it takes them six months for them to be charged right. and actually be arrested. And then again, the, the, the issue of race comes up again. It's not just you know a, a white on black crime or what, or what have you. Another aspect of this is like how fast... The process moves when it involves certain people. Yeah, right? and like you're saying, what, like, why, why, why did it take you know only less than a day for these guys to get charged with murder 
and in some other cases it takes weeks like, yeah, like, man, where, like where's where's the line the line is black and white yeah man i mean rest in peace tyree nichols man this it's just crazy i, th- I think about it every time i see a life extinguished that somebody raised these kids i saw the mom and dad and i'm just like if i i'm not even gonna put that out there in the universe man that the until they're grown, grown up on their own after they're 18. After they're 18, you're like, you send them out, you know, into the wild. And you're like, they'll, they'll be okay. You know, I, I, I did all this stuff. I took care of them, fed them on through the good times and the bad 18 years plus. And then for somebody to snatch their life after you let, you know, it's just crazy, man. All that, all that love and investment and time or, and, you know, the good and the bad. It's just taken away because it, who knows why, man. This is the scary thing about being a parent, like in general, how how fast something like this can occur. And, it, and it's not just, you know, because you live in a certain place. I mean, this can happen where I live. This can happen where you live. This can happen anywhere. Yeah. And it does, yeah. And it, and it does. All, and almost <sighs> seems to be on a, on a monthly, weekly, daily basis for some people. It's rough i mean the left and the right is trying to make an example out of this the right you know saying oh look these are black officers now what are you going to say it's not it's not racist because it's any race does it and the left is like uh their race is blue you know it's not black or white their race is blue ever i'm just like can y'all just appreciate the life that is gone can y'all can y'all just not try to make this political and it unfortunately is, is very common because people want to shoehorn their agenda into this, unfortunately. Exactly. And this, and this comes at the expense of, of you know, the families who are, are experiencing this, who are trying to come out of the situation with at least some kind of comfort, you know, that like their son's gone, their, their brother's gone, their, their cousin is gone. Fortunately, nothing yeah. can change that. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, the news channels, especially the left news channels, CNN, ABC, with uh, they hired Ben Crump. I'm sure it'll be compensated when they sue the police department and everything. But these new these media outlets on the left and the right, man, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. I mean, here we are. We're covering it, too. Well, I mean, we're doing what we usually do, though. We call out the bullshit on the left and the right. The hypocrisy is what, what, I, what I'm trying to essentially get at. Not... Mm-hmm. Not this gentleman's death, but rest in peace, Tyree Nichols, man. And condolences to his family. <clears throat> and we hope everyone in this situation can at least gain some kind of comfort in the future. You know, try to think about all of his good moments, all of the fun moments, and that's all anybody can really do in these situations when they're grieving is just to not 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 get sucked into the death per se because you know it's fresh in your mind. I don't want to say you can't grieve, but you know. Just try to celebrate him for how he was and, and how good he was as a person. And we didn't know him personally. We can't say, you know, he might have done some bad stuff before, but, you know, it, it doesn't excuse any of what just happened. Yeah, this is when they usually go through his uh, criminal history. Yeah, like something <laughs> will come to light. They'll say, oh, there's X, Y, and Z, you know. And some people will try to justify, you know, what they were doing. But, again, there's, there's no justification for five people doing this to one man. No, not at all. It, it, there was one person against one person and you know he initiated some kind of contact he was trying to kill the guy then you'd be like oh it's self-defense but no no this is just straight up a a lynching i was 
And then, you you know, back in the day, they would send out, you know, I'm not going to go there. <clears throat> I'm just going to leave it as it is. I think we did good knowing that. I don't want to make it a political issue or a race issue or anything. I just, it's just sad to see that. Moving on to different news. Did you see Jislaine's uh, Maxwell's statement? And she can't, she had an epiphany while she was in prison uh, recently. I was reading about it. I forget which uh, news outlet I was reading this from, but apparently she had the epiphany that her spouse, uh, Mr. Epstein, was murdered. <laughs> huh. And she just came to this conclusion all of a sudden. Interesting. Yes. It makes me wonder why would she say that all of a sudden now? Hmm. A little, little bit, uh, a little bit suspicious. Yeah, she she was sentenced to twenty years in prison mm-hmm. for uh, helping Epstein, which is a ridiculously low sentence uh, for all that she did. Epstein, I don't know how that long Epstein was sentenced for. Was it life? Did he get? I, I'm unsure of the charges, but I'm pretty sure it was life. She's saying that uh, she believed her her boyfriend or husband. I don't know what they were. I know they were together. We'll, but... just, we'll just call them partners. No partner. Of a better term. Yeah, her partner was murdered, which makes me think that something is going on with her while she's in prison right now. If something happens to Ghislaine, do you think the, the media uh, will cover it and that they'll actually react to it? Or they'll sweep under the rug like they did Epstein? I, unfortunately, I think it'll go under the rug. Like, we, we probably won't hear about it until weeks after. Or at least not in, 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 in mainstream media. We'll probably hear about it on the fringes and then it'll get brought up more once once it's probably, you know, brought up. She could come out with evidence, photos, and videos, and I bet you no one will bat an eye. Mm-hmm. Trump came out there and said, I'm cheating on my taxes. We we all cheat on the tax code. People have been, you know, thinking that was a conspiracy theory. And not a conspiracy theory, like... It's an open secret, but he went out there and admitted it. Nothing. U.S. government comes out and declassifies a bunch of footage (laughs) of extraterrestrial spaceships visiting Earth. Uh, I mean, they don't know if it's extraterrestrial, but there's no technology. The U.S. government said there's no technology like that in our arsenal or anybody else's arsenal. So where else can it come from? I mean, it could be underwater, some underwater civilization or something, but something that's not human. Apparently, it's an extra. It's it's a, 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 a unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAPs. They declassify that and showed footage of it. Um, and and then a bunch of Air Force pilots are coming out and saying, "Yeah, this is real." Nothing. Nothing, Lynn. <laughs> just like Maxwell comes out and says yeah my partner was murdered the guy that's flying all these different people out I'm not going to name any I almost slipped up and said it I value my life I want to live I got oh, yeah. kids I'm not oh, you didn't see the flight list now, I saw the flight the- <laughs> I saw the flight list I'm not going to say no names though I got I, I got a long life ahead of me Lynn. did you did you see what what happened with, with that with that new list that came out no what no, so there there was a hacker. I, I don't I don't know the exact context. But there was there was a hacker who, I guess you know found found lists, 
and, and, and they're bringing it to life. And, and, and their mascot is, uh, is, is, is uh, you know, the Pokemon series? <laughs> the, video, the video game series? They had, they had, a, they had a plush of, of one of the new Pokemon. And, and they're and they're posting pictures of them finding the finding a new list they've gotten, you know. So they 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 have this plush, right? And, and it's in their hands, and they're taking pictures of, of the plush, and they're curious, saying, "Oops, I did it! Oops, I just, you know, you you, you have all this like serious crap on this list." You have all this coming out, and, and and you know there's there's people trying to keep this kind of thing a secret, and, and one <laughs> one very curious woman who doesn't give a fuck with, with a little Pokemon plushie just went up to the world and said, "Oops, here it is, here it is for the world to see." Pretty much, man. Pretty much. I, the, the the amount of like respect I have for some of these people who just don't give a crap and, and proceed to just do whatever. This is oh man, it just shows that we you, you can. I mean, these people can do whatever they want, mm-hmm. and nobody nobody will bat an eye. They'll be mad. They'll pretend. You know, they'll fake fake be mad, and then uh, they'll they'll keep on with their day. They, most people just want to be left alone. I think. There's just like, yeah, if you're violating, you know, certain people a certain way, it's bad and shame on you. But I just, I just want to work and go home, man. I think is most people's attitude. They don't, they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to, for lack of a better term, they don't want. They really just don't want to put in the effort. Yeah, but they don't realize like this stuff is gonna come a knock on one day, though. Yeah, and it's. I'm not going to say it's easy to get involved because, again, it's, you know, for some people it's really difficult. But it, I mean, and if enough people start to, you know, take action, e- even the little things, e- even the little things, it'll, it'll add up in the end. At least that's what the hope is. They say everything comes into the light. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see, man. I, all, it take, all it takes is, is a few candles. People start lighting more of them. You know? I guess we're, we're doing our part, man, with our. Our base, which is significantly growing, we appreciate y'all. Yeah, I mean, if we if we ever, you know, if we ever get that uh, the highest achievement award that journalism gets, you do well. That means we're right. Yeah, it's just man. As well. If you just 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 put on my tombstone. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. Well, yeah, I find that interesting. Her saying that her husband or partner. <clears throat> Was murdered all of a sudden. I'm like, no shit, Jisley. No yeah. shit. It's, it's kind of nice of nice you to join us. Yeah, it's kind of kind of difficult, isn't it, to uh, I don't know, have that position happen? You know, from a what what, what was it? Seven foot. I'm I'm, I'm just gonna stop right here. <laughs> yes, please. I, I value my <laughs> life, Lynn. I got I got stuff I still want to do. All right. All right. Uh, all the way, we're going all the way to over to New Zealand. One of our mutual friends that live there, the New Zealand Prime Minister, resigned uh, earlier this month or last month. It's February first. Oh, uh, she cited not enough in the tank. 
when she gave her uh, resignation speech, uh, she had to stop multiple times because she was choking up. And when somebody resigns like that, like it wasn't it wasn't a choking up of like, you know, a person that served 30 years in office because she was only in there for, a, I think, only like three or four years, mm-hmm. something like that. But I know she wasn't uh, very she wasn't very popular uh, because of the covid lockdowns that she did. She she had that zero policy covid. Right. And she caused a lot of problems for New Zealand people during uh, COVID mm-hmm. and she caused a lot of problems after COVID as well. Uh, but she sounded like she was forced out of office to me when she gave her speech. It's me. Could be me looking into it too much again, uh-huh. but it looks like, yeah, she was, it looks like she was forced out of her office. You got any thoughts? Yeah, you familiar with her? Honestly, I I've seen some of uh, the, what, what, what was it? The news about her. Uh, she, mm-hmm. How she wasn't gaining the the best approval among New Zealand residents, and, and we heard it. We we heard it from our friend. He didn't like the situation that was going on over there. Yeah, I mean, but but it's kind of the same for for a lot of places. I not, you know, American notwithstanding, a lot of other. Uh, countries implemented much stricter policies some some of them were okay with it so, some of them understood it, it's still weird to harken back to the first lockdowns of covid when there was basically nobody on the streets what what always was about any of these lockdowns is was people i mean you saw this on social media people complaining about staying home all day they're they're going they were going insane they felt like and then yeah you know here, here's me and i'm like well i can do this all day yeah, in New Zealand, her name is Jacinda Arden or Ardern. In New Zealand, when you had uh, COVID, they would they would have these. What was the what's the political term they would use? But it pretty much like a camp. They, Basically, they a would, camp. Yeah, that they would force people to go to, and you lose out on your way of life, and they quarantine you, would, you there. I mean, huge camp. Have to be kept there. You would have yep. to be kept there for a long duration. Without really any contact. This is a democracy that was doing that. It's crazy. And she she had that zero COVID policy, and wearing a mask, you would get fined and all that for not not wearing a mask. It's cra- it's crazy. I mean, I guess the people spoke and they said it's been an, and they had enough, and she's gone now. But she said it was she wants to focus on her fa- her personal and family life, which I salute. I think more people should. If that was the case, but I feel like she, she that's not the case with her, that she was, of course, forced out. Yeah, based <clears> on <throat> what it seems like, she was, she was forced out. Yeah. But, but we'll reserve actual judgment until we know for sure. It could just be that she doesn't want more. Which could, which, that's which true. Be true. That's true. That's true. Which I will, uh, speaking of judgment, and it being February 1st, mm-hmm. uh, Black History Month, I want to pass my judgment on a statue of MLK. This is an alleged statue of an alleged uh, photo. No, the photo is not alleged, but the statue is allegedly saying that it's a copy of the photo of MLK hugging his uh, wife, Car- Coretta Scott. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it looks phallic. I, you, you know, from certain angles, it, 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 it definitely could look. It, you, you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna say it. It, it looks like it's holding your penis. <laughs> it looks like the Last of Us penis. I don't understand. I, artist. I, I mean, you can't. You can't even really <laughs> talk about this artistically because it just looks bad. It looks I real bad. For, but you could have just had a bust of MLK and his wife. Why? Right? Why, why? Why just the arms? It's so. You know, it's I, so. It's so disrespectful, man. Why just the arms? Like they, they're like, we don't have the materials. I know we're in a recession. <laughs> I know we're in a recession, oh, but you can goodness. put the body in there, man. Come on, man. You got the money to put. I, I know Boston is hella racist. Boston is the down south of the Northeast. All right. But you you motherfuckers could at least put a body around those arms and let us know that that's actual human beings embracing each, each other. It looks like some Last of Us uh, fungi coming out of the mouth intertwining with each other. Any it, it, look, it looks like it looks like Derek Jackson holding on one of his IGN models and <laughs> <laughs> one of his IG models, man, <laughs> and they're doing a video together. <laughs> I don't get it. What were they going for? What were they going? No, no, we we know what they were going for. Great, you know, great concept executed poorly. Man, they need to. You know, I I'm never for somebody being doxxed. <laughs> we need, <laughs> we need to dox that, that statue, man. That's bad, disrespectful. I can't. No. And, and and artistically, if you if you wanted to have, there there's so many more designs you could have done. Yeah, why there, that? There are so many more designs you could have done. It it wasn't executed properly. It was executed terribly, and, and, and it, it looks like it looks like uh you know those like caricature uh that uh pictures that those people draw for like ten dollars of you and your spouse when you sit down and of your face of your two faces together and it's usually all distorted it's a cartoon version of you guys that's what it looks like but with arms i'm like how are you gonna do a caricature of somebody arms it just i don't a, a good a good proper you know tribute to any of these people is usually a bust of their face a pose of them in the moment or just their full body. I don't understand the decision to do just the arms. I don't know who in City Hall <laughs> approved this. I don't know who looked at the specs and said, yeah, this is a good design, but they need to be fired. And immediately. The whole council is City Hall. Because that, that's just, just horrible. That, that, that was a waste. You, you want to talk about a waste of material. That was a waste of material. It's, it's called the Embrace. It's 20 foot tall, 40 feet wide. Oh my goodness. They, 40 feet wide? For, the conceptual artist, artist was Hank Willis Thomas. That's your problem there. <laughs> we, found the we found the problem. We found the problem. We found the problem then. This man, oh named my God. Willis Thomas. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
Is is he? Oh, we're we're gonna get slammed for this. Is he? Woke? He's black. He's black. <laughs> I, I, I mean, say less. You you got a you got a, a guy doing your art. That name is Hank Willis. That's three first names, Lynn. That's the problem. Him. I can't trust. Him. Yeah, you never what? hire a person with three first names to do anything for you. Two's pushing it. Two's two pushing is pushing it. it. You know we got to You know two is the limit here on the Black Man in Seattle, Asian Man, and LA podcast. <laughs> you know that's a no no. Three, three first names. No, you shouldn't be able to do art. Man. <laughs> Done. Hank Hank Willis Thomas. <laughs> Mm. You're lucky if you got a country record out on <laughs> 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 the damn statue of Boston. Hank Willis Thomas and the brothers too. Come on, man. Do you, you, you know how much you do to have any statue in Boston? That's a I, that's any a lot. Statue. Man. They gave. They have a red Auerbach statue that ain't even that big. Did they really? Yeah. It's literally him on a bench, less than you know, five feet tall. I want to know how much they paid for this. I d- I don't know. And then you have MLK forty foot statue. Cool. That that's a big statue dedicated to someone, right? It's just his it's arms. Just his what? arms. Just his arms with his wife arms, and I can't even identify where his wife arms ends and MLK arms begin. I can't. It looks. It just. You know, it, you know what I think this is about? Since his name, he got three first names. It's just oh, starting man. to come. To you know, I think I think he's mad at his parents. This I is think... to get back at him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's I think he's mad at the world, and he he may have some inner issues with his uh, race, and he wanted to get back at all three at the same time. And he, he found some leftover scrap metal. They <laughs> <laughs> shipped that shit to Boston and saved Boston a bunch of they're like, you nobody heard of Hank Willis Thomas before this statue. And they're and Boston is like, you know what? If you got the you got the materials yourself. <laughs> we'll let you do it. You, you you brought your own materials, we'll let you do it. You can save the taxpayer a bunch of money. <laughs> We appreciate you. And Boston's like, it looks like shit too. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Awful, man. Awful. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Neither, neither did he. <laughs> uh, and, and anybody <laughs> saying that we're too mean about this, look it up. What do you see on first glance? After that, there's your answer. Yeah, don't I mean. Yeah, we'll let it go. No, we're going. Yeah, going all the way from Boston, Massachusetts to Kansas. A man who was out hunting over the weekend was reportedly killed after his own dog stepped on a rifle, causing it to go off. Police said. The Sumner County Sheriff's Office said that the accident unfolded around 9.40 a.m. Saturday in a truck on a 1600 block of East 80th Street, which is about 50 miles from Wichita, Kansas. 
Investigators said that the man was sitting in front passenger seat of a truck when his dog stepped on a rifle in the back seat and struck him in the back. Emergency personnel administered CPR to the 30-year-old victim, but he died at the scene. His dog shot him in the back. Uh, okay, two, two, two things. One, it's pronounced Wichita. Oh, okay. I call bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit. His dog stepped on his gun. In the back seat. In the back seat. <laughs> it, huh? A man from Wichita knows how to put the safety on. It, if he's from Wichita, he he man, knows guns. Lives in Kansas. Half of them grow up with a gun out of the out of the crib. Yeah. What? <sighs> Now, I hate to be conspiratorial again, but shit's coming together, man. Because did you see it's 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 rounding the internet? Did you see the footage of the dog driving the car and rammed it into a parked car? <laughs> We're getting it's evaded. going around We're the getting internet. evaded, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Our very first episode was just like we 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 alleged that. This dog was inside. It was an inside job. I think what I think is happening is the dog was robbing the guy <laughs> with the shotgun. He put, threw the shotgun to the guy's back, robbing him. He told the guy to drive, shot the guy, took the truck, and ran it into the parked car. Case closed. You know, I don't know why they don't sign me to that TV. You know, you know I, I now understand the reason why my sister's cat gives me the looks that he gives me now. <laughs> he plotting. <laughs> <laughs> he plotting. Oh my god! Now, now, on a serious note, that it, it's terrible. I, I, I hope nobody ever, you know, has this kind of accident happen to him. The back seat pointed towards him. Unfortunately, the, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into the man specifically. I'm not gonna go into what he was thinking or like what happened during the whole situation. All I'm gonna say is to people who have, well, I, I, you, most of you probably know this. Most of you should know this. Most of you do know this already. Who own any kind of weapon? You don't keep a point at you and anybody else. You secure it properly away from any possible misfire. It's a terrible situation. <clears throat> his family. What the hell, man? Uh, wh uh, how many things have to go wrong? That's like a final destination domino effect. It is basically final happen. destination. Yeah. The, 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 the dog would, one, have to un undo the safety on the shotgun. Two, he would have to hold and aim the gun, Lynn, to the guy's back. Well, Three, he would have to pull the trigger. Mm -hmm. He murdered that man. This is not this is not uh, manslaughter. This isn't uh, first degree. I mean, this isn't second degree or third degree. This is first degree murder. We got to This dog murdered that man. It, it, well, there's like uh, there, there's there, there's usually terms for like murder. You know, right? You know, the, the killing of the father is patricide. Would, would would that be would that be the case here? Yes, obviously the dog was plotting this for a while to make it look like an act. Why was it loaded? 
I I don't know. And in the back seat, like, why would you leave it loaded in the back oh, seat loaded with the dog? Pointed towards, I'm assuming, the driver's side of the vehicle. Look, yeah. this, baff- this baffles me. I can't. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. This, this, is, this is one of the weirdest things or weirdest pieces of news I've heard in, like, I would say, like, three months. You're welcome. <laughs> How on earth, man? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, that's our that's our around the world news. Um, you know, I, I mean, just to pre- briefly mention that I was going to mention to you that China's uh, reporting that their population is declining mm-hmm. uh, by, by a few hundred thousand uh, this year. It's the first time I believe. Don't quote me on this. Um, that Japan is reporting the same thing too. Uh, both of their population is uh, shrinking. It's decreasing uh, for the first time. I but think Japan, Japan's been having this problem with like fertility for a while. Yeah. Do well, Do you know why? It's the it's it, it's a cultural thing. Um, a lot of men. It's kind of like on both sides, the men and women. One one big factor work. You know, in a lot of these cultures, they they just don't have time for any of this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Two. A lot of the men in these generations don't really uh, interact with a lot of these women. They kind of like save themselves. They want to keep to themselves and they don't really have kind of the confidence or the wherewithal to kind of initiate any kind of meaningful relationship with these people. Thus, you know, less kids are being had. And then on the women's side, people don't really want to be on the relationship. I mean, it's, it's kind of the same across uh, in, in America, per se, you know. Like a lot yeah. of women don't want to be in relationships; they just want to go out, maybe have a night or two of fun, and then just go on the way. Yeah, I think that's the same thing with men now too. And it's uh, the Chinese side, I think, is more of a resource thing. Oh, you think so? Because yeah. they're saying that it's it's down over eight hundred fifty thousand, and that's just what mm. they're admitting. It was probably significantly more. I, I I mean, I feel like probably. I mean, you're probably right. When I, this cultural thing, because I see that. Um, in Japan, I saw this video of women saying there that if you're 30 and over and you're not in a relationship, they're called, you know, quote unquote, leftover women. And if you're a man and uh, 30 and over and you're single, they're like the top of the prime uh, real estate over there in Eastern culture. <clears throat> Here in the United States, though, I think there's a lot of hookup culture, but there's no relationships. And then, uh, but they're saying that a small percentage of the men is getting uh, the majority percentage of women. If that, if I, if I said that correctly out loud, hmm. if that makes sense, what I just said, so, like there's, if you're on a dating app, they reported like only, only the top 10% men are dating like 90% of the women on the, on dating apps. Wow. Are, are matching up with 90% of the women on dating apps. They report it. And so it leaves all these, other men, uh, and, and they're saying like thirty was it thirty two percent of men um, are haven't had sex in over three years. Damn, that that are twenty one and older. That's that's. That, I think the number is probably higher than that, but that's thirty something percent. Thirty something percent. One out of three men. Now, for for certain for certain people, guys, we're, we're not saying that's like. That's that's the worst thing in the world. If if you don't really care for that kind of thing, if you just want to keep to yourself, that's fine. There's no, a lot yeah. more people who are like sexually active, um, 
I mean, you could no, be married I mean, I mean, being I mean, a sexless you, relationship. I mean, I mean, even for people who who are in a sexual relationship, there there's certain like urges the body has. Some some people less than others, but it's it's not always you know healthy to keep that stuff in. And and, and in the worst case, you you can't. I mean, it, I mean, this is starting to creep up into American culture too. It is a lot of a lot of guys really just don't want to deal with. A lot of the, a lot of the women these days, and and vice versa. It's it's like you have this whole kind of dichotomy thing where everything's very superficial, uh, extremely, and, and extremely nothing is real on the surface, right? Yeah. And so you you wonder, like, can I have a meaningful relationship during this time? You know. But it's I mean that's the problem though. Like all the women want the same type of men though. And there's only a finite type of those men. And if you're one of those men, why would you settle down if you have all these women after you? But you know, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of that thing where the the model of the nuclear family, you know, it isn't the ideal thing for a lot of people anymore, which is kind of unfortunate because for many people, you know, having a loving relationship with their spouse, having children raising those children that's like one of the one of the biggest joys in their life they can have right yeah is growing that kind of family and for most people that's that's the case that's what we're here for man to reproduce and if you're going to reproduce why not have both people involved in the development of that person that of that thing that you produced it's 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 weird man but i mean i i can't i can understand why some people aren't in a relationship these days I, I definitely understand why a lot of people aren't in a relationship nowadays. It's, it's 100% tough. understand. It's tough. You know, to anybody who's still, you know, trying to get into a relationship or is having a rough time in a current one, just keep your chin up. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say it'll get better immediately. <laughs> I'm not going to say it'll, <laughs> I'm not going to say everything's going to be all right in the immediate future or right now. You might get your shit kicked in. And and it's gonna seem like oh like why does this keep happening to me? You'll find yeah. that person eventually, and if you don't, may you find comfort in that, you know. Yeah, that's all because because that's all you can do. And at least try. That's all you can ask for. And man, it. I'm just saying, you know, I have no disrespect to the women of Seattle, but. <laughs> oh, no. The few that the few that I've interacted with. And tried to take out and stuff like that. And once they start talking, I, I just, I can't, man. I can't, man. I can't. <laughs> and I, I'm not, I'm not, when I take people out, I'm not looking to sleep, uh, have sex with them. And that's what a lot of them are looking for, just the bang. And then if they are having a, like a conversation, they start talking and I'm just like, Why? Why? So I can see the appeal of staying by yourself. I, I I'm not gonna give up hope. It's it's in the beginning stages for me, but <laughs> it's I, I slipped on a banana pill sprinting out the gate. <laughs> Good luck, man. Yeah, luck. man. You you you're on your way. You'll you'll get there eventually. I guess, man. I hope if if you're listening to this, 
all five of you women. If one of you <laughs> happen to, <be, laughs> to be in Seattle, um, I think I'm a decent guy. Um, yeah. I, I, there's decent men out there, I guess, and y'all, y'all don't give up hope, and hopefully we'll connect. All right, on that, <laughs> on that weird somber note, <laughs> let's uh, go into entertainment news, sir. James Gunn announced the first chapter and the new completely revamped DC Studios uh, movie projects. He's calling chapter one Gods and Monsters. Did you hear about this? For for movies. It's it's not just movies. He says the games, uh, all movies, games, and animated series are going to be all in the same universe, excluding Teen Titans Go. But everything else is what? ending. A- after uh, Flash, everything else is ending. Well, I-, I guess after Aquaman, everything is ending uh, with the old DCEU. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Somehow Ezra Miller is going to be able to still possibly stay, he said. How? Exactly. Exactly. But but um, besides that, everybody else again, I mean, I guess John Cena still may be Peacemaker and Amanda, Amanda Wallace, um, Viola Davis is still confirmed to be uh, Amanda Wallace. Okay. Um, but every everybody else it seems like is getting rebooted. Uh, let's, oh, go ahead. I, it, the Henry Cavill thing still pisses me off. It does, man. He is perfect. He got but, shafted in both of his projects, but I'll leave it at that. They, they did that man dirty. I heard he uh, quit the Rocks agency. Uh, he dropped the Rocks ex- ex-wife as his manager. Mm-hmm. After all that, I, w- I would be mad too. Yeah, let's listen to uh, it's it's not too long. It's only about five minutes. But James Gunn announcing the new slate for DC. He's going to name them off one by one. Oh my goodness. All right. All right, here we go. Hey, everybody. I'm James Gunn. I'm the co-CEO of DC Studios. So as many of you know, DC has been disconnected in film and television for a long time. And it's one of, you know, our jobs, mine and Peter's, is to come in and make sure the DCU is connected in film, television, gaming, and animation. That the characters are consistent, played by the same actors, and it works within one story. And if something is outside of that, like Matt Reeves' Batman or Todd Phillips' Joker or Teen Titans Go, that it is clearly labeled as DC Elseworlds outside of the mainstream DCU continuity. Now, Peter and I have gotten pretty lucky in terms of the four projects that are coming over the next year. First, we have Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Shazam! has always been off kind of in his own part of the DCU, so he connects very well. That moves directly into The Flash, a fantastic movie that I really love that resets the entire DC universe. Then to move into Blue Beetle, a fantastic film about a kid who's a marvelous part of the DCU, and then into Aquaman 2, which leads directly into our next few projects, which I'm going to tell you about now. So Peter and I, along with a group of very talented writers, have started to map out an eight to 10 year plan of what DC Studios will be in film, television, and gaming. This first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. Now this, what I'm about to tell you, is a part of the first chapter. It's not the entire first chapter. The first project is Creature Commandos. Creature Commandos is an animated series. I've read all the episodes. (laughs) 
something we're going to do that's a little bit different at DC is we're going to have characters move into animation, out of animation, usually having the same actor play their voice as who plays them in live action. The next project up is Waller. This is a story of Amanda Waller played by Viola Davis. Viola Davis is going to team up with members of Team Peacemaker. And this is a story that's been created by Crystal Henry, who did Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, who created the Doom Patrol. It is a fantastic story. That's Wait, the, world the TV movie. series Watchmen? Okay. Next uh, yeah. is a big one, oh. the true beginning of the DCU. This is called Superman Legacy. This is being written by me. I'm in the middle of it. I'm having a great time doing it. And Superman will be released into theaters July 11th, 2025. Okay, the next thing is a big premiere HBO television series called lanterns this is a story of a couple of green lanterns john stewart and hal jordan and we have a few other lanterns peppered in there but this is really a terrestrial based tv show which is almost like true detective with a couple of green lanterns who are space cops watching over precinct earth in it they discover a terrifying mystery that ties into our larger story of the dcu next is a big movie called the authority the authority is a passion project of mine it's based on the marvelous wildstorm characters we are now bringing into the dcu and will interact with all of our primary dcu characters the authority are a group of superheroes who think the world is broken and they want to fix it by any means necessary i think it's a very different look at superheroes We're doing a television series called Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost is a story of Paradise Island, usually known as Themyscira, which is the birthplace of Wonder Woman. It's almost like Game of Thrones with Westeros, but with all of the inhabitants of Paradise Island. The introduction of the DCU's Batman is the brave and the bold. The Brave and the Bold is the story of Batman and his actual son, Damian Wayne. This is based on Grant Morrison's great comic book. I'm down for that. Damian Wayne is my favorite Robin. He's a little assassin who Batman tries to get in line. And so this is the story of the two of them. Beginning of of the Bat family in the DCU. Next up is a TV series called Booster Gold. Booster Gold is one of comics' really popular cult heroes. Love Booster Gold. He's a fascinating guy. He's a loser from the future who uses future technology to come back to present day and become a superhero so that people will love him. It is basically the superhero story of imposter syndrome on an HBO Max series. One of my favorite comic book series from last year was Tom King's run on Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And so we're going to turn that into a big science fiction epic film. Now, Superman is a guy who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents, where Supergirl in this story, she is a character who was raised on a chunk of Krypton. She watched everybody around her perish in some terrible way. So she's a much more jaded character. And that brings me to Swamp Thing, the last thing we're going to talk about, a very dark horror story in the origins of the monster who is Swamp Thing. And although it's totally outside of the rest of the DCU, it will still feed into the rest of the stories. Anyway, those are the stories that I can tell you about right now. I've loved the DC character. Totally outside of the rest of the DCU, That's, uh, it will still feed much it. into the rest of the stories. Pretty much it. Who's the gold of loser? <laughs> <laughs> you're, they're, you're, all I can think of when I when I hear Booster Gold is that episode of Justice League Unlimited when he comes through Clutch. Bro, he got that scientist chick. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, man. I I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of excited. 
Okay. I'm kind of excited with, uh, especially with Batman and Robin appearing on the screen again uh, for the first time. I think it's going to be, you know, I think, I don't know. I am hesitant about Superman. I'm hesitant about a lot of the stuff. And the authority, I think, is going to be like his Guardians of the Galaxy, probably. Yeah, what do you think? You know, I don't like that they're rebooting a lot of stuff because I was just starting to get really invested with the people we have, you know? Mm-hmm. And the, the the Flash is the one person that can change, you know? I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I'm more I'm more interested in all like the, uh, the the additional projects like the booster gold thing, um, you know, Blue Beetle coming out, all that kind of stuff. So it, it's nice to get a, a crack at like some of the uh, like the other like non-main Justice League members. Yeah, because don't get me wrong, I love all the main Justice League members. When you keep seeing them so many goddamn times, in in, in main media, it gets kind of eh, after a while. So. Love Batman. I can do away with Batman for a little bit. Blasphemy. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, you said you were a fan of Damien. I love Damian Wayne. He's a little shit. I, he is a little shit, but when he comes on when Batman finally gets him to come around, their bond and his his respect that he builds towards his father. I love that story, man. There's there's one uh Robin. That is my favorite in the comics. You know which one he is? Jason? No. no Drake? No, no, no. Who's the other one? Which one? <laughs> Jaro. Who? <laughs> the baby starfish? Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was the, the most time I've seen Batman smile with the Robin. Was this? No, that is true. Uh, and that's all I'm gonna say for the best Robin series. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, this this whole concept of uh, of gods, you know, treating the DC, you know, main people as gods, it always kind of rubs me the wrong way because it's not what some of these guys or like in the original one, Superman wasn't. Like any of the original, original stuff, you know, Superman wasn't portrayed as God. He's just like a boy from Kansas who just happened to have superpowers, right? Yeah. Batman is just a guy who's trying to make sure his city's safe, you know? Diane, well, she's pretty much a God. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't go into that one. Aquaman, yeah. the, the new Aquaman, he's, a, he's an outcast. The original ones always made him seem kind of off. Like off kilter a little bit. Yeah. What about uh? What about Swamp? Yeah, I heard that the the HBO Max, I think, or it might have been on. I forget what what channel they're going to produce on. But there was a couple episodes of it already. I heard that it was already semi decent. The Swamp Thing that they had produced already, the TV show, they scrapped it. It might have been an HBO Max series. But they only aired a couple episodes and then they canceled it because they're going to do a Justice League Dark. What is it <laughs> on uh, oh, Goku has instinct mode or whatever? <laughs> James Gunn's going ultra instinct. Yeah, ultra. <laughs> His bitch ass ultra instinct looking. <laughs> I was like, I was like, fuck James Gunn. But, you know. 
<laughs> you know, I grew up, and, you know, put my big pants on when he, and I was like, oh, oh, you know, I ain't gonna like it, but I'll watch it. You know, let's see what he got to say. You know, I was listening to it and I was like, okay, Superman Legacy. He's going to write it and produce it and everything. I'm like, how good can a James Gunn Superman movie be? I'm like, I don't know. It could go left or right if you put too many jokes in it. But I've seen some really good James Gunn movie that have just the right amount of humor in it. And everything else is pretty serious. And then I'm like, "Eh." and then they go on to Bat. Damian Wayne. I'm like, okay, I'm down for that. Especially a Batman and Robin movie. I'm down for that. And then they go with, obviously, it's going to have to be a a little bit older Batman. He's got to be in his 40s or late 30s, at least. But, you know, and then they go with the Authority and this other group that they mentioned that's going to be an animated series. I forget what they called them. They were naming, uh, you know, then they uh, mentioned Paradise Lost, which is going to be like Game of Thrones, but on Paradise Island where Wonder Woman's from. I'm like, I'm down with that. That sounds good. Swamp Thing sounds good. But then I was reading that they're keeping Ezra Miller. Possibly. It's a, it was a possibility. No. I'm like, how are you going to get rid of Gal Gadot? Uh, get rid of Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill. And I don't know what's going on with Ben Affleck. Maybe he's done or not. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, get rid of the cornerstones of the DC. Not really. There's no really cornerstone. That thing was a mess. I'm not even going to lie. But you know, the people that we liked anyway in the DCEU, uh, you're going to get rid of those people and you're going to still keep Ezra Miller? Come on, man. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows, I man? I don't I, I don't get it, honestly. So uh, I was watching Avatar. I, I told you I saw Avatar 2, Way of the Water. Uh, it was a semi-decent movie. It was okay. It was, it was pretty much Titanic with blue people in it. <laughs> It really was. The CGI in it was amazing, though, and the 3D was really good. I saw it in 3D. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Zaldana becomes the only actress in history that has four $2 billion movies. Damn. Like Avengers, Avatar 1, Avatar 2, and Endgame? Yeah, Infinity wow. War, Endgame. Wow. Yeah, only actress for four billion dollar movies. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I mean, I don't. I'll leave it there because I was going to say something disrespectful, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll just say congratulations, Zoe. Congratulations, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but on the other <laughs> entertainment, the the new there's a new series that came out on HBO. Many of you may know this. That's off a current uh, pairing with video game series called The Last of Us. Yep. Have you been watching this? I've been watching this, sir. It is, it is really, really good. It is phenomenal. And I was very, very apprehensive of it at first, just upon seeing it, because I didn't know if it was going to be good. From Pascal, I seen the work he has, and I was like, okay. If it has Pedro, it's, it's going to be good. Because there's no TV shows I've seen him in <laughs> where it's bad yet. So I was like, okay, well, we'll see how this goes. So it was kind of a brace of going in. I was really enjoying from the get-go, like how this story was. They changed some things. I don't know if you've played the games before. Oh, I watched the playthrough multiple times. So in the beginning, it's it's like kind of quick. 
you have a, a small moment with with Joel and his daughter, and then it just goes like straight into the action. This one was a slow burn, right? You had a little yeah. bit more time with her. You saw her personality. That that old lady creeped me the hell out, and and it became even worse as it went on. Of course, they had to have a dog too in the first episode. Why why yeah. why, why they got to keep killing the pig? anyway? Sympathy, sympathy, sympathy. The actress for Joel's daughter was phenomenal. She was really good. Their dynamic was great. I mean, you, you even saw that little tidbit they had in the morning where she's like, your shirt's inside out. It was a yeah. cute exchange, you know? Like like typical kind of like good father-daughter relationship stuff. Exactly. And, I'm pretty much anybody treat their dad, yeah. And then it made that moment where she died. Oh, spoilers. She dies. Uh, it, it made that moment all the more powerful to me because you got to spend that much more time with her. In the game, you had maybe five to ten minutes tops, right? Notwithstanding some of the action scenes where you had, where you had to carry her. And it went quick. I mean, I mean, those, those points were just going and going and going. And it didn't stop until the end. It slowed down near the end, where you got to finally see Ellie's character. I was really enjoying it. First episode, I thought was great. Second episode, I, I don't know if you want to get into how scary as hell those clickers are they did an excellent design on the clickers the clickers on a video game the remake of the last of us part one is called the remaster on ps5 i it they look amazing on there but they made it look even more amazing in the television series and what freaks me out even more is that the fungus on their head makes them about two feet taller so they're these tall ass yeah, uh, dude, you know, a bunch of uh, Dikembe Mutombo looking uh, dudes walking around with fungus on their head, you know, in place of their face. And, uh, you know, and when one of them, uh, you know, they're going around using their echolocation or whatever they use to find people. They're just listening for sound. They're extra sensitive to sound. And it's so scary. I mean, as soon as you hear that clicking noise, every, like, Last of Us player gets the instinctual shudder because they yeah. know what's coming. Yeah. It's 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 scary and, and they capture that that moment perfectly, I thought. I did like the change they put with uh with Tess. Instead of her getting killed by the police force, it was a horde of clickers. But spoiler alert. But but her death man, it, it was ooh. I ooh. see that Ooh. Yeah, she gets in the in a video game. She holds off uh, this military group that tries to um, ambush Joel and uh, Ellie and uh, Tess when they're with him, and she holds them off herself. She takes out a couple, uh, but they gun her down in the same exact environment that they're in in the television show. But the, in the television show, uh, a horde of clicker, a uh, horde of infest, infected, go after her and this one creeper. A guy comes over there like, you know, like they're in a club and he sees her in the corner. Like, hey, girl. Hey, girl, what you doing over there, girl? What up? Why? I don't know why all the hundred clickers ignored her. But the one dude saw her and walked over there all slow and tongues her down. Well, whatever he got in his mouth. I don't know what that stuff is, but he's not he's not trying to reinfect her because he knows she's already infected. I don't know what that was. That was just the extra... That was a little too much, uh, Neil Druckmann. Was... Oh. 
Yeah, that was nasty. And then then the way she gagged and stuff when he put his nasty fungus tongue down her mouth, you could see it in her throat. Kind of. I was like, oh, come on, man. Just drop the thing. Yeah, just drop it. And she was trying to uh, click the uh, the lighter to blow up the whole place. (sighs) Yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah. It was everything you didn't want to see, you know, the the disgustingness of it. It was perfect. <laughs> but I think I think the actress was a really good test. I mean, it she was, was a good. Test. Oh, she was she was phenomenal. I got I, you know, the, the difference for a lot of these TV shows and and what they get wrong is, um, sometimes the amount of time you spend with these characters is kind of meaningless. Yeah. Right? Uh, some of these like adaptations, they don't really do a good job of translating that feeling. It was just like the games, like that dichotomy that they had. They, they, the, 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 the little dialogue they have with uh, Ellie, I, like the relationships the characters have with each other, it's very organic. It's not like really forced, you know. Yeah. And and the, the little, we'll, we'll say this again, the little shit that Ellie is, you know, in the beginning of the game, she's very, she's very snarky. When she asks about the gun and she says, uh, oh, fine, I'll just throw my sandwich at him. <laughs> just not laughing for like two minutes. It was great. Yeah, they're doing a good job. And then we go to episode three, which I think is the best episode of this series so far. Mm-hmm. I I was worried. I saw Nick Offerman, and I'm not that big of a fan of his. I know people like him from uh, what was it, Parks and Rec. I mean, I like him personally. He seems like a really nice guy, cool guy and everything. On personal level, but I was never a big fan of his acting. Uh, but I thought he did an amazing job this episode, not just because he played a homosexual character. It was just his 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 um, the way he acted it uh, that this uh, this episode. Uh, he kind of, he plays a character named Bill, who's a character in the video game. In the video game, uh, Bill is alive, and uh, when he meets Joel. And Ellie, and he helps them resupply and ante up. Does does Bill die? You don't really know. You literally. So in in the in the main game, for anybody who hasn't played at this point, which you should, I we you should probably preface this before this segment, saying massive spoiler alert, and then go into this section. But uh, Bill is basically just helping them for that one duration, that one segment of the game, and you never see him again. It's not mentioned again. You don't know if he lives or dies. This one is very different because there's a definitive answer to that question. Yeah. So they and and yeah. So Bill helps them resupply, and then Joel and Ellie go on their merry way, never to see Bill again. He's a he's not even a tertiary character. He's not. He's just in the game barely. Uh, and this and this episode, this whole episode is pretty much a Bill episode, and and Bill. Um, Bill is uh, gay in the game as well. He has a partner named Frank uh, that he finds, spoiler alert again, uh, hanging in a in a store that they try to find some supplies in. And uh, Frank hates his guts in the game. Uh, Frank says he'd rather uh, kill himself than spend one more day. Or Frank says he'd rather kill himself than spend one more day with Bill. On the serve, on the serve for them. Hold on, hold on. It's not exactly what happened. So I think in the game, they separated from each other, some kind of idealistic conflict. But what ended up happening? Frank, is he, Frank, Frank wants to 
explore and meet new people. He wants to, he's tired of staying in that same compound with Bill forever. He, he wants to, be up, yeah, he just want to be cooked up, yeah. He ended up uh, stealing a battery that Joel and Ellie needed for a car. They're originally funding, you know, a car to go, you know, out west, what have you. And 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 in this the show, it's similar. You know, Joel uh, ends up going for a battery, but for different reasons. Actually, that that's one of the big things that they changed in this one is that uh, Joel, instead of finding or smuggling Ellie for the weapons cache that him and Tess have, it was battery. So he can go and find Tommy. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into some of those changes, but um, you know Frank in the games uh, ends up getting bit, and he hung himself in that house to prevent himself from becoming, uh, you know, turned. He didn't want to live through that. And they they find him just dangling there, and it's not explicit in the the game. Like they they don't tell you straight up. You know, they had that relationship, but you can see it through the acting of the characters. And and and, and this one, like it's it's pretty it's pretty explicit, you know. He's a he's an openly gay character, he has that relationship with Frank. They they changed that whole dynamic between them two to make it more loving relationship. Yeah, because Frank and, and hates it, his guts in the game. Yeah, and, and in this one, it's a little different, you know. He uh builds much more standoffish. Uh, and, and, you know, rightfully so in the beginning. He doesn't trust people. Well, this is what I was going to ask you, though, uh, with uh, Bill, about Bill in the, in the TV show. Has Bill ever had a homosexual relationship before? Because he was acting like he he's always wanted to come out, but he never did in his whole entire life. Uh, the games never went into that. Again, it, you had that moment well, I mean, in the, in the I mean, in the show. In the show, yeah, the way that they kissed and after singing that song, it, it made it seem like it, it, this was his first time being with a man, and he's I always think, wanted to. But you know, I the world went let him. More of um, him being apprehensive about the situation because he can't trust. I mean, literally, he just invited Frank to his home. Okay. And, and, like, okay. Episode. So it, it was. It, it's. It was literally just him being careful with frank but then that relationship started to blossom and okay you, you went through this whole thing with them in, in their in their compound they, they lived their whole life you you got that kind of little 20, snippet. 20 plus years yeah it in 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 one episode that's one of the biggest changes from from the games to the show is that you don't spend time knowing about bill's past that much you get snippets here and there you understand that he's been putting traps all over town. He's been surviving in this town for a long time. And and in the show, you see a much different approach where he's on his own. He's he's still that same kind of resourceful guy that, you know, sets traps and is able to survive. But now it goes like much more into depth of, um, you know, his relationship with Frank, uh, a much more loving relationship with Frank and how that, you know, endured over the years. It even got some parts of... Uh, how him, Joel, and Tess met. And, yeah. And man, did it did it hit some heartstrings. You you felt for like all <sighs> those characters. That letter that Bill left Joel. Mm, that 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 little snippet of and 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 the, the keep actress, her safe. Yeah, the the actress for Ellie did it perfectly with that little stop right before it said keep Tess safe, and it and it just tugs at you. 
and and it's it's that moment so and and this is another big change from the show that little conversation he had with ellie in the house you know you do what i say when i say it yeah in the game that happened right after tess died yeah in this one it happened you know an, another way and it still had that same kind of emotional hit to me it wasn't you know like a fresh test death it was they've had time to process it they've had time to go through it but it's still fresh in their mind and it's one major thing about the episode a lot of people didn't notice was they pretty much confirmed a conspiracy a, a theory online of how the uh infections spread across the world do you remember what joel oh, told the, Ellie? yeah the the food it got into basically uh some all f- flour and wheat yeah basically and and i think uh what is it he didn't eat those pancakes and he ended up not getting infected right yeah that like little small detail yeah you remember yeah and they offered him biscuits and he said i'm on an atkins diet mm-hmm. to them I thought he was just, you know, trying. There was just a joke, but he apparently was really on uh, just eating meat. Apparently, that was. I thought that was a cool little detail that they put in there. But yeah, it was in the it was in the food and the flour and wheat uh, and pancake mix and stuff like that uh, supply, and That's then the fungus man. grew from there. Did you, did you I mean, this, yeah, I mean the the the, the um, fungi that is infecting the uh, humans around the world is apparently um, a real, I, I already knew this, but uh, for those that don't know, it's based on a real fungus that is, it creates zombie ants. And it uh, goes, it uh, the spores enters the ants and it affects the host and it keeps the host alive and it multiplies through the bloodstream all through the ant's body it encompasses all of the ant except for the brain. So the 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 ant is literally zombified. It, it its body is taken over, but it's still conscious. But the fungus is moving the body. And what's crazy about this uh, fungus is when it's moving the um, moving the ant, it it, it finds a uh, high up point, uh, usually uh, next to the ant's colony, if it can at the highest point it can find and it plants its uh teeth of the ant into a gra- into the leaf of a high up area and a spore grows out of its head a a, a, a you know a, a stalk grows out of its head and then it spreads spores all through the colony to multiply from above and it, this is and this is in real life and it and in the last of us it says that it jumped over the humans, which is crazy. That's crazy to think about, ain't it? Uh, I, I mean, I've played the games multiple times, and I it's this it, is horrible to think about every time. Yeah, excellent series, man. Three episodes in. Hopefully, we'll do some more uh, this month. A couple, a uh, couple more talking discussions on it. I, I really, I'm really enjoying, uh, they call it The Last of Us, I call it The Mandalorian Season 3. Oh, I really wish, coming out. <laughs> I, I really wish Mando would put his damn helmet on. <laughs> it looks like it's going to be on the most, most of the time, so I think he'll be fine in that regard. He's wearing civilian clothes. 
Doesn't mean he still doesn't have his helmet on. He has his helmet off in three episodes so far. You just hate on Pascal's face. <laughs> and then Bella Ramsey kind of... I'm, I'm going to be nice. Oh, my goodness. We're, we're, I'm we're, nice. we're, we're, we're not going to say it. We're I'm not, not going to say it. I'm not going to comment on somebody's looks. I will say, say it. We'll say that I like her... Like, she, she has the, um, the counter to Joel pretty good, like the sassy part of Ellie good. But the uh but there's no there's no other side to her. It's just the you know the snapback sassy uh part to her. Is that what 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 made Ellie a great character was that she had she could go, you know, she could verbally spar with Joel, but also she looked and felt like, you know, very vulnerable. You wanted to protect her. Like you when you're playing the game, that's your daughter, <laughs> you know. You felt like that was your daughter in real life, and, and I don't feel that with uh, Bella Ramsey playing Ellie. Fair, a lot of people have that just because of her looks, though. Which, which is, I, I, you know, I'm not too offset by it. I, I think she's fine. The thing that gets me is that at certain points they're not having those little moments where yeah. her like true innocence comes out. Exactly. Like before they got to the town where Bill is, they they had the one moment on the roof of her and Joel looking at the what was it the the the, uh, the complex where they were meeting. Yeah, they didn't have the moment where she was looking at the birds, like a swan, I believe it was, or, or some kind of bird before they got to the town where Bill was. Yeah, and the fireflies they, they made, which is also uh, that that'll probably come up later, but. There's that little moments of like hope and mysticism that she uh, has in the, in the series, where you didn't really see those yet. It's just her being sassy. Yeah, I think I think that'll change as it goes on. I'm still the jury's out on that part, but for for what they have right now, the dialogue it's still incredible. But but we'll see how they handle it going forward. Um, uh, I just don't see it. I and mean, she was she played she played that same character uh, in Game of Thrones when she was the queen or whatever. And she played that kind of sassy stoic. And she has, I, I like her. She's fine, but she's not Ellie. She's, <laughs> she's Bella Thorne as a side character. She's Bella Thorne and, and, uh, uh, Joel. I see Pedro Pascal's Joel, but I, I see Bella Ramsey as Bella Ramsey. I don't right. see Ellie. Yeah. And, and the, like and- I, the girl that played Tess was Tess, uh, Nick Offerman was Bill. You know, everybody's doing their job. She's just if if there was a thing I was gonna pick on, it'll be her as Ellie. Which is a problem because she's the strongest, you know she's part two. You know, there's part one and part two, and that part one is Joel, part two is her. You know, you can't have not to go into spoilers and you know they focus on Ellie a lot more in part two. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know. The the the, the that that dichotomy needs to be there more. You're starting to get that a little bit. You didn't get that. The reason why it's not so strong is because they didn't do any of that in in this third episode. It was Bill mostly, right? So you yeah. still have that kind of disconnect. Their relationship in the town, even you, you don't get Ellie's reactions of Bill, of her interactions with Bill. 
Yeah, yeah, that so, was missing too, yeah. For me, that's what I didn't like about this series so far, is that it's missing certain key points of her interactions with the world and with some people that we're not seeing yet. First few episodes, I thought they were great because they expanded on some of her conversations with Marlene, which is great. They had a great dichotomy between her, Tess, and Joel in episode two. I, w- I, wanted, to, I wanted to see her interact with Bill because she had lovely little snippets of snark against him. But we'll see how it goes. I think uh, when she was talking about, oh, this is like a spaceship when they go into the car at the end of the episode, and that look on Joel's face, kind of like he was looking at his daughter a little bit for a second. Mm-hmm. I think these next three episodes is going to be them building their bond. And then the final three episodes are going to be them trying to survive. Of course, there's going to be a lot of action and stuff in these next three episodes, but I think there'll be a lot more time of them, you know, building their connection. Because that's what the the game is about, Joel and Ellie's connection. And that's what the second game is about, too. I th- you know, I think I think we'll get it. But for right we'll now... Get- she has to do her part, and I just—it's hard for me to see it right now. For right now, it's off to a good start, and we'll see how it goes moving forward. Well, sir, uh, we're already two hours in. Dang. Holy shit. Um, was there any sports you wanted to discuss? No, we'll save that for next time because there's a whole cornucopia of shit. <laughs> all right then uh next next week hopefully yeah let's wrap this let's wrap this up sir on one this one off yeah so this is the black man seattle asian man on la podcast we're gonna sign off and as usual protect your mind protect your heart protect your peace and we out yeah uh stay away from uh dogs with guns all right peace Ha 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 